Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen... In this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplitz. Well, welcome to the Dan Kaplitz Show. This is Christy Burton-Brown, chairwoman of the Colorado Republican Party, in for Dan today. He is in trial this week. It is looking rather stormy outside on the night of the All-Stars game, which incidentally is only the second time Colorado and the Coors Field will hold, has ever held the All-Stars game, not, not since 1993 when the Rockies' uh, inception first occurred. So this is a historic day for Colorado. Now, of course, if we really wanted to talk about the All-Star game and all the implications, how politicized this game became, and certainly how the Democrats put a lot of pressure to move the game out of Georgia. And despite the reasons they gave, what actually happened is in the process destroyed a lot of interests of small businesses, restaurants, and the communities in Georgia. And, and largely these businesses belong to minority to minority communities. And so the Democrats, in the name of defending these same communities, actually took a lot of business and money that they were expecting to be able to earn through the All-Stars game and moved it here to Colorado. So a good deal for Colorado, but a bad deal for the real interest of small businesses and minority communities nationwide. But eh, I would say it's fairly representative of what what Democrats like to do, like to talk about all their reasons. But when you really get down to the nitty gritty, what actually happens is often far different in its effect on what they what they would term vulnerable communities across the U.S., we're going to have plenty of great interviews today. So if you want to join the conversation, you're going to have to jump in early, 855-405-8255. Again, if you're just tuning in, this is Christy Burton-Brown in for Dan Kaplis today. Um, after the after the first break, which is still a ways from now, we're going to be joined by Representative Richard Holtorf, who is going to talk about the, Jared Polis and the Democrats' war on rural Colorado. And yes, I think I really would term it a war on rural Colorado when we are talking about the industries that built Colorado, the energy industry, the agricultural industry, farmers, ranches, really the people who feed our families, those industries are being kicked out of our state and slowly destroyed by the policies that are passed in, at the Capitol in Denver. Uh, the session's over right now, but there's a lot of damage that was done that still has to be deconstructed and talked about. And if you're not from rural Colorado, I grew up in rural Colorado, you might wonder why in the world this matters to the rest of us. It matters because if we're talking about the energy industry and oil and gas, that industry actually funds a lot of the education programs that all of our children around the state participate in, in the public school system. And the farmers and ranchers, not only does their industry hold Colorado up and actually 
is a foundation for our economy, but they literally produce the food that our families eat every day. And it's a whole lot healthier than shipping in food from China and other untrustworthy countries around the world. So we'll get into that later on in the show. Also bring in a, din- a dynamic local candidate, Danielle Jarinski, running for city council in Aurora, and just talk about the importance of local elections right where you live in your quarter of the state in Colorado. And then in the second hour today, we're going to talk with Weld County Sheriff Steve Reams, who is going kind of all around Colorado, even making his way on CNN sometimes, talking about how public safety is in decline here in Colorado. Uh, Crime rates are at an all-time high in some measures here in our state. Murder rates are rising. Car theft is rising. And the average citizen on the streets, average mom like me, is really wondering what is going to happen to their kids and their neighborhoods with crime continuing to rise. Uh, Sheriff Steve Reams will have some answers for us later on the Dan Kaplan Show. Uh, This is Christy Burton-Brown. You can join in by calling 855-405-8255. I think one of the biggest pieces of international news that's really engaging these days is what is going on in Cuba. And I've been reading about it, as probably many of you have as well. And one really interesting thing that someone pointed out is that whenever we see these revolutions and movements for freedom around the world, do you know what's commonly seen on the streets, whether they're painting it on the street in Iran or whether they are waving it in the streets as they protest in Cuba? It's the American flag. Because this flag is the international symbol of freedom all around the world. People who are crying out for freedom and true democracy, they know that America is the nation that represents that. We are the country that truly stands for freedom and has since our inception. Since our country was founded with the Declaration of Independence, those words that all men are created equal. That is what our nation stands for. And all these nations around the world crying out for freedom know that we are the ones to turn to. But, you know, naturally, I would say, we see people on the left trying to distract from the real message of the people fighting for their freedom in Cuba, even going so far as to say that what they're actually asking for and protesting about is vaccines, not freedom, but vaccines. So we're going to go to to clip number six with um, a congressman from Florida talking about what's really going on in Cuba. And all you have to do is listen to the Cuban people themselves. They're not out there saying vaccines, vaccines. They're out. They're actually yelling for freedom, libertad, libertad. Not only that, Steve, if you've seen some of the images, uh, really emotional images for me, uh, you've seen the American flag, a lot of folks carrying the American flag, which, by the way, that's a crime in, in, in communist Cuba. And yet they're out there. Uh, uh, carrying the American flag. Why? Because the American flag symbolizes freedom. It symbolizes everything that's good for people around the planet. That's why it's so sad that for certain people here in the United States uh, who tend to kind of, you know, dislike their own country, uh, they hate the flag. But around the world, whether it's in Iran, whether it's in Hong Kong, whether it's in Cuba, those seeking freedom, those living under repression, they see the American flag as what it is, a symbol of freedom, of goodness. And, and again, what, what the Cuban people are demanding is freedom. And that's what they're yelling in the streets. 
Beautifully said. Absolutely beautifully said. And so many of our congressmen and women from Florida who do happen to be Republicans, many of them represent the Cuban community that fled Cuba and came to America, Senator Marco Rubio being one another example of that. And they understand exactly what is going on in Cuba. They can cut through the noise. And it's, it's a basic ground level truth that really all Americans should love. The people of Cuba want freedom just like we have freedom here. And I think, you know, recognizing that that truly, despite all the narrative that goes on today and all the rhetoric about the American flag, everyone else around the world is well aware of what our flag stands for. And that is freedom for all people. And incidentally, that does include your freedom to stand or not stand for the flag. I am absolutely I'll use the word horrified by Americans who are born here and who are free and have been free all of their lives and who refuse to stand for the flag. But here's one thing that I'll say that I think we, we sometimes miss on the conservative side of things. The fact that Americans can choose to not stand for the flag, they can choose to kneel and are not thrown in jail by our government. That is an illustration of the freedom we have in this nation that is so foreign to many nations around the world. And despite uh, my great disagreement with people who choose to do that, we are one of the few nations on earth where it, you are actually free to make your own choice while the national anthem is played. This is Christy Burton Brown in for Dan Kaplis today. You can call in 855-405-8255. I'm just going to play a clip from Senator Cruz, Ted Cruz from Texas, a Hispanic American himself, talking also about the Cuban people shouting freedom. And I got to say, watching these images, watching Cuban people in the streets, risking their lives. When you stand up and protest, it's, it's one thing to, to wave a flag here in the U.S. where you're not risking your life. There, they are literally risking imprisonment and death. And, and the American people stand with the people of Cuba. And I got to say, the Biden administration has been terrible on this. You know, they put out a statement saying this shows their right to peaceful assembly. No, it shows mm -hmm. a communist dictatorship trying to silence their speech. Mm -hmm. And and the Biden administration claims these protests are about COVID. They just want some more COVID shots. No, these protests, they are yelling libertad. They are yelling freedom in the streets. They're yelling down with the dictatorship and they're waving American flags. What, what a beautiful symbol of freedom. The American flag is across the globe, and, and, and yet Joe Biden and Kamala Harris can't seem to figure out why that freedom is important and why those people are standing up and risking their lives. But we know exactly why those people are doing that. You are on the Dan Kaplan Show with Christy Burton Brown. Stay around after the break. We're going to have Representative Richard Holtorf, a third-generation Colorado rancher and military veteran, join us. show with Christy Burton Brown and that song was especially for our next guest representative Richard Holtorf who represents House District 64 in Colorado is a third generation rancher and a military veteran as well as the father of I believe four daughters uh, welcome representative Holtorf to the Dan Kaplan show well thank you very much Christy it's a pleasure to be on the air with you and I actually have five daughters so uh, wow all right I, I, 
<laughs> that's great. That's great. Well, uh, we w- I wanted to bring you on today just because there's so much talk around Colorado. You know, I'm traveling the whole state. You live in Washington County and represent a rural area of Colorado. And it's really a fact that Jared Polis and the Democrats have have waged a war on the, our rural economies here in this state. And I just would love our listeners to hear from you since you live it every single day. Well, thank you, um, Christy. And I represent nine counties in eastern and southeastern Colorado. It's the largest uh, House district uh, currently in the uh, House chamber. And uh, rural Colorado is a big footprint. Mm-hmm. And I am very much aware and in touch with what happens in what I call the rest of Colorado. Unlike many of my uh, urban legislators, who some of them don't even like it when I say the rural-urban divide, hmm. which is growing, right? and it's growing by our actions and our intentions, both direct and indirect, um, as legislators. Right. Well, and I think that's something that urban Colorado actually needs to realize is going on. Like I grew up in rural Colorado. And so I I think about it a lot, even though I currently live in the city now, but I don't think a lot of our city dwelling friends do think about it as much as they should. And how how would you say, Representative uh, Richard Holtorf, who we're talking to right now, how would you say that when rural Colorado is hurt by the policies that get passed at the Capitol in Denver, why should that matter to the rest of the state? Well, I think uh, our urban cousins need to understand that uh, agriculture is the lifeblood of rural Colorado. Everything that is agriculture in our small towns, in our communities, um, all the services, the support, Mm -hmm. the primary economy outside of energy, uh, oil and gas, and other uh, uh, renewable energy sources, um, it's agriculture. Yeah. So everything that we do is tied around agriculture. And what's important for agriculture, of course, is transportation. Right. Um, and also, ban and internet as we analyze fast moving markets mm-hmm. um, and many other things that we do out in uh, agriculture. So, uh, the biggest thing people need to understand is you cannot degrade or try to do harm or damage to our agricultural sector. Yeah, And it's so diverse. People don't understand how diverse agriculture is. True. From pinto to cattle to poultry to watermelons to so many things in your grocery store, mm. from milk to pancakes, buttermilk pancakes, buckwheat pancakes. I don't <laughs> care what kind of pancakes you like. Right. Um, <laughs> so many things. I'm going to guess you have a particular favorite kind of pancakes, but uh, we'll move past that. Um, but no, I think, Representative Holtorf, you're right that agriculture is one of the industries that built Colorado and that continues. I mean, you and the people in your community, you're the ones that feed our families and people so easily forget that. And that's why I think we need to elevate more rural voices and listen to people like you, a third generation rancher here in Colorado, who understands what it means for our state when that is trampled all over by the Boulder elites who run run the capital and the government right now. Uh, yes, Christy. And the one thing that highlighted the uh, the divide more than ever this last session was Senate Bill 2187, this Agriculture Workers' Rights Bill. It is a big city, um, big union model 
that just doesn't fit agriculture. Mm-hmm. And the sponsor who claimed to know a little about agriculture, but not much, I promise you. Um, <laughs> right. And outsourcers who were foolish enough to sign on to this bad legislation clearly were completely clueless as to the diversity and the differences between agriculture and the agricultural industry mm-hmm. and urban big city factory type um, right. Work. Exactly. No, I think you're so right. I think there's a lot of people from the cities who pretend to know what the agricultural industry does or the oil and gas industry, too, which I think many people just don't understand and they don't realize how integral that is to the Colorado way of life. And if we trample all over the Colorado way of life, which includes farming, ranching, oil and gas, that is to the devastation of our entire state, not only communities like the ones you represent. I I did want to ask you, we have a couple minutes before we're going to go to a break, but I wanted to ask you, I know you have a big background in the military. And how do you think what you learned in the military and what you did there in your overseas tours and all the other things you did, how how does that affect your view of how, as Republicans, I'm the state chairman, you are a state representative, how we fight this battle that so many Republicans and conservatives want, want to see us truly engage in? Well, I will tell you that uh, if you want me to leverage a little bit of my military experience, I will tell you that we have to have a very um, in-depth strategy uh, to fight the fight that we have at every level. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to take a message to our urbanites, our urban cousins, to explain to them um, <clears throat> the importance of the rest of Colorado. Yeah. Um, and I think um, <clears throat> we have to have a short-term message um, that, that we are trying. There are many ag stakeholders that are trying to, sp- to spread this message out. Right. But I will tell you that the message gets ignored and it has to be a multi-layered or a very uh, 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 in-depth uh, way of communicating mm-hmm. at many levels. Yeah. Um, so I would start with that, and I will tell you that uh, even at the Capitol this last session, the testimonies from farmers and ranchers um, was very much ignored. Oh, yeah. Uh, the oh, urban world was complete, continued to be referenced. And so... Um, I, I, you know, to not to get too in depth with the, uh, you know, strategic uh, analysis or intelligence preparation of the battlefield and some of these military models that we use. Right. Um, it's about messaging, and then it's the real issue is we have activist organizations. Most all of them come out of Boulder County. Oh yeah. They are animal rights. They are vegan. They are anti. Um, meat protein or animal protein. Right. They are all anti-additional American Western uh, values. They are anti-rural. Yeah. Because they're urbanites. They're elitist urbanites who don't understand where their food comes from and the effort and time it takes to get the grocery stores filled. Exactly. And Representative Holtorf, we are wrapping up this segment. I hope to have you back another time. Thank you so much. Representative Richard Holtorf on with us today talking about the war on rural Colorado being waged by the Democrats. When we come back, we'll be with Danielle Jarinski, a local city council candidate. Stay with us on the Dan Kaplan Show. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. show this is Christy Burton Brown in for Dan today who is in trial and we are going to go to the phone lines and bring in our next guest Danielle Jarinski she has been on before she is an Aurora City Council candidate a mom and also a small business owner she owns multiple restaurants and just has some amazing stories but I wanted to bring her back and have her talk about especially just the importance of local elections here in Colorado which are coming up before you know it Danielle Jarinski welcome to the Dan Kaplan show thank you yeah so good to have you what have you tell everyone what you've been up to lately Well, lately, I've just been out knocking doors, talking to the voters, hosting meet and greets, just, you know, trying to be all over Aurora and talking to voters. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, obviously you made this decision that a lot of people don't make to run for a local seat, city council in the city you live in. And we've, Mm -hmm. as the chairman of the Colorado Republican Party, we've been trying to encourage people run for these local seats, jump in. Can you tell everyone why it matters? Why should they think about these local seats, whether whether they want to run or they want to support a good person who's running? For that, I would like to turn specifically to a um, a House bill that was just signed into law by Governor Polis, something that people don't think about. It's Senate Bill 21-256. Basically, what it says um, is that Polis is is taking a hands-off approach now um, to our gun rights, and he is turning it over to local municipalities. So your Local city councils will now determine what your gun rights are. And this law states up to banning Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're in Denver, if you're in Boulder and you are a lawful gun owner and you enjoy your gun rights, it's a very scary place for you to be over in Aurora we're, we're holding on by a thread, Christy. We're yeah. holding on by a thread. And that's why I'm in this fight. I refuse to believe that my hometown is gone and, and mm-hmm. is just going to, yeah. to turn over everything to the socialists. I refuse to believe that. It is so important mm-hmm. that people start caring about local elections, yeah. getting involved, volunteering for candidates, and knocking 
the worst. Absolutely. And this is this is Danielle Jarinski who we're talking to. She's an Aurora City Council candidate uh, with us on the Dan Kaplan show today. And Danielle, can you I could not agree more with you that these issues are coming home to roost. Like we have to see that they're not just at the Capitol in Denver. They affect us on a neighborhood level at our jobs with our kids. And and I mean, I think particularly Mm -hmm. one thing I think about when we're talking about local gun control that could really affect people's daily lives. Like what about all the women who have concealed carry permits because they want the ability Mm -hmm. to defend themselves if they Mm -hmm. ever needed to? I mean, what do you, what do you say to them? Mm -hmm. Well, to them, first and foremost, I say I'm one of you and I stand with you. I enjoy my gun rights. I'm a lawful gun owner. Uh, you know, I served six years in the military and have, have tr- gun training from that. But, you know, I, I have a concealed carry permit. And now do I carry my gun? You know, I carry it when I carry it. You'll never know I carry it. But, but mm-hmm. that's the thing. I would rather have it and not need it than not have it and need it. And Christy, this idea, this idea that the government is chipping away at our rights, and they're doing this methodically. Mm, They're doing this methodically, little by little, as to not cause too much of a stir. Right. And for everyone not paying attention. Gun bill. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. That is why I am trying to make the noise that I am talking to Republicans, talking to unaffiliated, and to be perfectly honest with you, even talking to some Democrats. Oh, yeah. I, I firmly believe this is no longer a Republican versus Democrat, uh, you know, war. We are at war against communism, yeah. against socialism, mm-hmm. Marxism, you name it. We we are at war, and it is good versus evil, and I believe that good will prevail. To those women out there, mm-hmm. you know, that conceal carry for their safety and their protection, get involved. Get involved. I mean, there are moms groups that are anti-gun, you know, that are out there making a lot of noise. One thing I found out, the reason that these lunatics – keep winning is because they're louder and to that i say no more no more it's time for us to make noise and to be louder and we're not saying look here's what we say because we are the true party of choice although they think that they are we are (laughs) right we're saying (laughs) if you don't want to own a gun don't own a gun oh sure if you don't want to carry a gun don't carry a gun oh yeah but don't you dare tread on me. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're saying. You're right. And Danielle Jarinski, Aurora City Council candidate, uh, 100% with you on that. As I think most women are, we want the chance to be able to defend or protect ourselves if we need to. And we certainly don't need a government full of socialists telling us we can't. And I, and I think, Danielle, what's really important, too, is we see people right now in Cuba waving the American flag because they understand mm-hmm. that freedom and choice like that mm-hmm. is an American mm-hmm. ideal. And yet we have people who currently Absolutely. sit on the city council in Aurora, who really are socialists, who mm-hmm. don't even understand that. And the people you're running against who are Democrats, they don't understand mm-hmm. that either. Uh, that's why we need people right. like you and, you know, other Republicans who are running in local council, city council races to get elected. We need people to get out and join them. Yeah. Can you can you tell everyone where they can find out more about you? 
Yes, please go to my website, Danielle for Aurora, and that's F O R, Danielle for Aurora. Dot com is my website. You can um, sign up to volunteer. You can donate. You can send me an email. Ask me any questions. Please, please get involved, folks. We we have got to wake up and, and no more sitting at home. No more sitting on the sidelines. There's candidates like myself with the energy, with the passion and the willingness to get out there and fight. And I will take this on. I will take this head on. I'm simply asking, get get behind me. Get behind me. Yeah. And that's what people need to do is, is find people exactly yeah. like you in their local area. Get behind them if they want to have an influence on what happens in their local area. If they don't want, you know, their right to defend themselves taken away. And, and Danielle, I'll tell you this. Um, as I'm sitting here, I get I get messages while I'm hosting on the Dan Kaplan show. And I do have a message in about you saying, OMG, I love her. So I know your message really resonates with a lot of a lot of Dan's listeners. We're thrilled to have you on today. We're going to we're actually going to do it again tomorrow. So everyone listening who loves Danielle, she's going to join us in the second hour tomorrow. And I think, Danielle, you sharing your story. I've heard it before. More people need to hear it about why you chose to jump in, run for city council and what led you to lead this charge, uh, defending other people's rights as well. It's essential. I am so happy that we're going to have you back on tomorrow. Danielle Jurinsky, thank you for joining us on the Dan Kaplan Show. Christy, thank you so much. Keep up the good fight. You too. You too, my friend. All right. You're okay. with Christy Burton-Brown on the Dan Kaplan Show. We'll bring Danielle back tomorrow. And we have to go to a break right now. If you want to call in over the break, we'll talk to you when we come back. 855-405-8255. That's me in the corner That's me in the spot the Dan Kaplan show and if you have not checked the Babylon Bee's tweets recently you definitely need to go read one of their articles today it says other states look to Texas for advice on how to get Democrats to leave uh, if you, it's definitely well worth your time reading. Uh, you can call in and join our conversation today, 855-405-8255. Our second hour is packed with interviews just like most of the first hour. So call in right now if you want to talk. But if you haven't heard, what's going on in Texas is is kind of hilarious because we always hear about the Democrats at the national level uh, cramming down their views on the filibuster. Oh, how un-American the filibuster is. You know, only when the Republicans want to use it, of course. When the Democrats want to use it, well, then, of course, it's fair game. But nothing illustrates this better than what is going on in Texas right now. The Governor Abbott called a special session for the Texas legislature to deal with a host of issues. The whole agenda is out there online for anyone to look at. But because the Democrats in Texas, who were elected to represent the people of their districts at the Capitol in every normal session and every special session, because they don't want to have to vote on any bills uh, that discuss voting rights and election integrity and all those other kind of issues, they've decided that a better course of action for them is to literally leave the state of Texas, 
so that there cannot be a quorum at the special section. They are at special session. They got on a plane and flew to, you guessed it, Washington, D.C. to go and protest against basically against the Republicans who oppose a voting bill there, which is not at all about voting rights, but actually about uh, something that could create fraudulent elections, actually even ruin some of the good standards here in Colorado. And so there's this huge dichotomy, a lot of hypocrisy, Texas Democrats condemning Republicans at the national level for having filibusters, but being more than happy to leave their own state and refuse to even take a vote or discuss the issues in their special session. So anyway, hypocrisy on display, as usual, by the Texas Democrats. Go look at the picture of them all, you know, flying. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw them on an airplane with no masks. I think that was a picture of them, too. So, you know, how the Texas Democrats want to explain that suddenly, when they're going to D.C. on an airplane in an enclosed space where the virus can be spread, uh, they don't need to wear masks, at least not for the picture. I mean, hey, lots of hypocritical <laughs> actions going on there with the Texas Democrats. But this is Christy Burton Brown filling in for Dan Kaplis, who has a trial this week. You can join the conversation 855-405-8255. I think I would love for us to talk a little bit about what is going on in Cuba. It is all over the international news. And we need to really remember that despite what people in America want to tell us about our flag, our history, our nation's foundation, people around the world don't have a question as to what America stands for. We stand for freedom for all people. We stand for individual rights and, and the choice to direct your own life. That is an American ideal. Unless you are hurting someone else or stomping all over their rights, you have the ability in this country to make your own choices. You have the freedom to live, to have your life, to have your liberty, to have your property, and to have your pursuit of happiness, which, guess what, is defined how you choose to define it, not how the person next to you chooses to define it. Um, Bernie Sanders actually had some words about the Cuban protests, which you may find very interesting. We're going to go ahead and listen to those. Last year during the campaign, uh, you said that it's unfair to simply say everything is bad in Cuba. Do you still share that sentiment now that the people there seem to be... Well, our support is throughout Latin America and in Cuba and every place else, the right of people to protest for a decent economy and for political freedom, absolutely. Did you discuss President, President Biden's situation in Cuba? No. Senator? Well, I, look, my main focus right now and what I'm spending all of my time on is reconciliation bill. Oh, because, yes, the reconciliation bill is actually more important than talking about freedom. Bernie Sanders, let's escape just a little bit of his own American ideals. I mean, hidden in the heart of every American, even if they are a far left liberal Democrat socialist, is the reality that freedom actually matters for people around the world. But let's see what Senator Ted Cruz, who probably, you know, I mean, he deals with Bernie Sanders on a day to day basis. So he has some words also about Bernie Sanders and his supposed support of Cubans rights to protest. Well, it's interesting that Bernie says he supports the right of people to protest. You know who doesn't support that right? The Cuban communist dictatorship that, that Bernie also supports. Right now, the Cuban thugs are out there arresting protesters. They're throwing them in jail. They're clubbing them. They're beating them. 
And this is not new. For decades, the communist dictatorship in Cuba has committed murder, has committed torture, has committed incredible atrocities. And, and Dana, as you know, for me, this is not just a theoretical mm -hmm. matter. My father was imprisoned and tortured by Batista, Castro's predecessor. My aunt, my tia Sonia, was imprisoned and tortured by Castro. So my family, like so many millions of other Cuban families, have seen the brutal oppression of communism firsthand. What I think is particularly amazing about America, and Senator Ted Cruz recognizes this, there are so many people from Cuba who fled that nation to come here, and they are some of the main people who can accurately speak to what freedom in America actually means and remind the rest of the young people here in America today who seem to think that socialism and communism is attractive. They can speak to what actually happens when you live under a system like that. And that's what that's what we should use these opportunities around the world to do is really have people look, this is what communism is. This is what socialism is. It's not just a theory. In practice, it imprisons and tortures people. In practice, Cuba bans the flying of the American flag on their streets, and yet the protesters are still flying it anyway because they they know what is deep in every human's heart. I believe how human beings were created by God to want freedom, to seek freedom, to be willing to fight for freedom. Wherever on the face of this earth we happen to live, where we were born, which is not something we got to choose, every human being written deep in their heart is the language of freedom. That is something that every human being yearns for, wants for, cries out for. And our brothers and sisters in Cuba are fighting for that right now, using the ultimate representation of freedom in the modern world, the American flag, to illustrate exactly what they are fighting for and what it is we all want. This is Christy Burton Brown in for Dan Kaplis today. Stay with us um, in the next break. We'll be talking with after the next break. We'll talk with Sheriff Steve Reams. You will not want to miss it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.